Hey, all you traders and investors out there. Thanks for joining me once again. This is Thoughts and Trading with Trade Doc. Segment's called Eye on the Market, where we go over the broad 32 ETFs, the most liquid and fine opportunity. Um, this week, uh, last week we said there was gonna, the, the markets were looking like they were gonna bounce or looking kind of bullish, which they did in the late, later on in the week. Um, let's see, trades I did. Um, we opened up some EEM trades, some hedges against that, because our, our positive delta came in and still keeping a little bit of positive delta. We just, I just kind of neutralized it for a little bit. EWZ is coming in, um, it's coming down for a, a retest now everything's bullish it's just momentarily uh the deltas i put them on kind of neutral because of the just to take it just to cover the the retest so we'll see some uh like a retracement uh, in prices the prices will come down i don't know it will shake anybody up but it'll probably be short-lived because more then likely there's more investment that are being opened. Uh, so yeah, I did a long on FXI. I covered the EEMs, EWZs, and more FXI. So that's pretty much what I'm holding now. But like I said, since the markets did a bullish move at the end of the week, that's a signal saying that the markets overall the next six to 12 months will more likely be higher than whatever prices they're at right now. So, but that's in general terms. You just got to pick your spots. So you can't just buy blind, especially now since they just poked their heads up, uh, confirming the bullishness. So since the bullishness has been confirmed, there's going to be a pretty good retest and the retest might shake out might um, last a little longer say it comes down and sits there for like maybe a month that's probably what's gonna happen as far as like moving up like the S&P above like the 3000 it might touch it kind of hover uh, uh, just under it until it's confirmed and then new prices are moved up and that's due to the economy and business and say everything gets cleared up politically wise and business starts rolling again i mean the markets would be better than they are because they just don't depend on banks and it, it, it's it's pretty much worldwide now since uh since you know I, even people in uh russia and china have an effect on the u.s markets so that's pretty much confirm on most of them anyways so without further ado let's just get into it and first up is uso and i'd be been out of oil for a while um, right now the futures are 5385 which are kind of moving up from when they were they were kind of oversold like underneath the 5250s so we can kind of see a retest but i'd rather be a short seller of oil versus being long. Uh, 
But for consolidation play in the last two weeks, it hasn't been bad. The USO is trading at 11.22. Momentum's kind of like in the middle. Volatility's pretty low. Um, so it's you can kind of see it's just been trading sideways for the last couple of weeks. Uh, because of the volatility dropping, it would have been good to sell premium in that area. Right now, it's looking like more consolidation. It's got to give a signal whether it's going to be a breakdown or a retest of the 55, uh, 5750s. Next is XOP. XOP is actually going down, dipping. So oil might be following this chart. Or most likely, XOP looks like it's going to continue lower. Whether it can bounce off of this area is a possibility, but as far as the charts, it looks like it might be a V. There could be a V bottom recovery in order for it to to keep moving up above 21. Uh, right now, it looks more like a like a continuation. So I wouldn't be surprised to see next week XOP trading around the same price of 2056 with uh, a test into like the 1950s during the week so they could be a if there's a strong drop and then a recovery then that's bullish for for XO well that's more bullish for XOP versus what it's doing right now um, if it has like a small bounce it's gotta it's gotta come in with some volume and as of now it's low volume that's bringing it Bring the price down. Next is OIH, and OIH looking like it could be a little bit bullish. It has been ever since it bounced off at ten seventy six, but maybe could be just more consolidation in this area. Next is UNG, and natural gas looks like it's gonna be. It might turn up, so looking for that right now. I love like the momentum pretty strong, so I don't know if it could hold that and break above the twenty ones. But even if it comes down, consolidates as long as it stays above nineteen for the next week, it's still bullish for natural gas. Next is XLE. That's the energy sector. Actually, it's been consolidating the bottom. Uh, the volatility is pretty low. It has a support of 5580. It's trading at 5703. So XLE might be consolidating here. It could even be a little bit bullish to retest the 60s or 62s. I have another support resistance at 62.50. So for consolidation plus trade, yeah, but I'd more be bullish. Say have like a butterflies or con or calendars between 60 and 62. So like the 61 calendars.
that'd probably be the trade there because the the volatility is very low. Next is XLU. XLU has peaked out at 65.11. Now it's moving on down, so it should be consolidating. Probably come down to retest the 61s, but XLU still looking good, still strong, good safety trade, and because of the momentum that's happening now, could be a little bit more of a dip in the market, where XLU will probably move up. Next is XLI. That's the industrial sector. Industrial sector had a good move this week. Now, uh, well, <clears throat> last week, this week, it kind of uh, just stayed neutral. Mostly traded on the high volumes. I wouldn't be surprised for it to retest the 70, uh, 75.50s and 74.50s. So, and it, they were down point, uh, over three quarters of a percent on Friday. They're trading at 76.94. So, looking for a retracement in the markets. Same thing here. Next is XLB, which is trading at 57.50. And that again could retest the 56.50s short term. If there's some sort of V bottom recovery, then uh, it confirms the bullishness in the rest of the markets. Next is XLE, and this is like an undervalued. This is the miners, uh, the metals and mining sector. And I've done, I did hit FX, uh, FCX, uh, Free Book McMoran, buying the bottoms at like 850, uh, trading and selling it at 920s. And right now they're, they're trading at like 950, so that's like one individual stock in this, in this sector. But the sector is undervalued, and I would like to have continue to have positive delta on it. Now that it's at this wedge, it's kind of like at the pivotal moment where it's going to show us the decision point. And my bias is long. They could give me a good shot in the metals and mining industry in the upcoming weeks, two or three weeks. So I'd even sell, let's see, volatility is kind of low. So I wouldn't even buy, mind buying uh, call verticals at the 28s. So that's kind of going to be the home run trade. Next is the MJ sector. And it's gotten e-liquid in the last couple of weeks, meaning that there's the volume and option volume has dropped in the last few weeks. So people aren't getting interested in it as far as orders. Um, you know, I bought it at the bottom here at, uh, I bought stock around the 1850s. And the 22 strike calls. And about 22 strike calls, which I'm, I'm still holding. They're, they're more positive on Thursday, I believe. But uh, they dropped a little bit on Friday. So on Friday, it dropped two and two quarters 
two and a quarter percent. Um, dropping my dropping the, the price of my option pretty pretty low. But I'm probably gonna add on to the call position now that MJ might have found this bottom. So and calls are make sure if they're buying calls like this is a big like this is just a um, a big risk trade but that's because I want to sell calls against it and turn it in, and turn it into a negative delta as soon as it's worth something next is XBI and haven't really been looking at it too much but I wanted it to do this structure and it's done it it's broken below the wedge that it's been now it's retest instead of it's supposed to retest but instead of retest it's broken up above which i was expecting which confirms the bullishness in xbi so from here on out just holding the using the 50 the 76 as support go bullish xbi Next is XLV, and that's healthcare sector. Healthcare sectors ran up a little bit more than the techno than the biotech sector, so it's got a little bit of um, room to move down and retest. So, but I would definitely stay bullish on healthcare and biotechs, and the healthcare sector is a pretty good confirmation of its bullishness right now. It hasn't had its breakout yet. Still has some room to move down into like the 90s. Right now it's trading at 91.76. Next is the re retail sector. Retail sector has shown its bullishness again. They were down 1.5% on Friday. But definitely broke out where people are chasing the prices higher. Which is definitely bullish for... The retail sector and because uh, Christmas is coming I'm sure there's a lot of people uh, betting on the retailers next is XLP XLP consumer staples is looking to go short on Friday uh, no it was the consumer discretionaries that I was trying to short but the consumer staples were up a quarter percent on Friday while the rest of the well most of the market was was down so and it's bullish for the market for all the markets actually next is XLY and this is one that I just wanted to buy some puts in order to sell some puts against to have some bullish um, a positive Delta above like one one sixteens meaning that like I'm looking at the 115s as support so just buying the 115 put letting the price come down and selling the 116 put will give me a, a nice base and it'll make that vertical be worth something especially because you can't sell premium when the IV and and the high and low volatility is so low because it just doesn't make sense if you did sell premium right say even you sold the 19s um, the price will move down 
and you'll probably lose money because the premium will go up, the volatility will go up and increase the, pr the price of that option, even though it moved into your direction. So, it's good to understand that because that's happened to be a bunch when I was starting and I used to have the direction right, trade one strategy, which were the verticals, you know, you learn trading verticals. And I felt it was safe. It was kind of like almost just directional. If you just sell premium, sell premium, sell verticals, sell verticals, create iron condors, create um, butterflies, just selling verticals and doing it that way. And it was working, except for I noticed that when the volatility would go up, I'd have to sell more, more, uh, more verticals just to to catch up on the price because the price will move up as well. Anyways, that's with XLY and I don't know, I had, I had my order there, they didn't fill. So I'm hoping to catch it on on Monday morning. I was looking at the three minute chart and it just didn't get filled, even though I should have probably. Next is semiconductors and semiconductors, like another mission accomplished here. They're about to bust out and break out, but there will be a retracement. There should be a retracement, and that's healthy. could be even a healthy retracement where it breaks structure, and then V bottom recovers onto that. So when it breaks structure and the V bottom, that's kind of like my, that's one of my setups, because it's pretty, you can sell premium because the price doesn't go nowhere, and then all of a sudden it'll move up. Same thing on the reverse side. So here they could be some selling in XMH causing a good shakeout because the only thing that uh, that's missing from the structure on the semiconductor is the retracement into the breakout. That's the only thing that I can, that's the only way I can explain it. Structure's working. The only thing that's missing, because the, this week hasn't happened yet, is a retest of the 118.50s, 119s, and then the breakout above 125. Next is IYR, and that's the real estate sector, and the real estate sector did break out on Friday. Officially broke its structures, hit new highs of 94.80, Awesome for the markets, for all the markets, seeing that there's still value in real estate, safe haven. What else is there to say? So real estate, making new highs on Friday, safe haven plays. I could see this go, how high it can go. I don't know, but uh, you know, some people might be using Fibonacci's and kind of uh, estimate where it could go, but... As of right now, just like the length of the consolidation, how high the breakout could be, it could be above 96. Let's say at least $96. Right now is trading at 94.67, but could it touch 96 and come back at 94? Yep. And that'll be just fine. Next is XLF which is the financials. The financials are trading at the top of that channel. It's looking good. 
So they were up a quarter percent on Friday. So even though like the Dow was down 300, you know, financials, you know, showing that the, the market is still bullish, positive. Next is TLT. And TLT, I had opened up some bullish positions in it just to give me some positive delta. Now I just have a little bit of positive delta. And I was looking at the uh, trading the structure here, saying the consolidation will happen into centering it at uh, 43. Next is GLD. And GLD has been slowly drifting down. They were down 0.1% on Friday. They could continue to do the same thing. So uh, Next is GDX. And they were up 0.5% on Friday. Looking like it's going to be bullish for a little bit. Um, good structure, good trading here. Good consolidation trading. Uh, not a lot of premium selling, but... There have been points where you can sell premium and, and collect a couple of days later. Next is the SPY, and the SPY is well above its support. Now it could clear it above the second support of uh, 293. So if it retests 293.70 and comes up, that'll be fine. It could even go down to 286, and that would be fine. Um, previously in the last couple of weeks that I was scared everyone was scared it stayed above this crucial like support level so this might be the new support level which is 290 293.72 so I'm willing to bet that 293.72 would probably hold for a while and if it breaks then the 285 will break as well. So it's got to, if it breaks one support level, it's not going to retest the next one. It's going to go through it. Next is QQQ. QQQ is up above this range, hit the ceiling. QQQ looks bullish as well. It just right now, it looks like it has a possibility of breaking structure. It's got to stay, the price has got to consolidate and narrow for a while. And, but it can come down to like 190, 185 and still be fine bullish. If it does, I mean, it could be a good drop across the markets. But that's the picture that's painted. Next is IWM. IWM's been consolidating for a while. Haven't traded it for a while. Volatility's been down. Um, you know, it's still good for, to, for consolidations between 156 50 and 148 next is UVI X just the VIX and they hit all-time lows of 21 on Thursday so I can probably see this pop up look for a good retracement in the market after the, the couple charts that I've seen beware of a good retracement in the market next is FXI I opened up a long-term bullish position in FXI after I bought the second wave up. Probably discussed that last. No, I didn't do it last week. I did it the week before on the Friday. 
but this week kind of consolidated on the higher range. Probably going to come down to retest the 41s. I have options trade centering at the 41s now for the short term. That's pretty much it. And probably should get rid of it because the volatility is already coming. Next is India. And India has popped moving up steadily. I mean, I, I see this breaking above uh, 37. So it's hard to get involved in India with options. And I think it's just better to buy stock. The liquidity is just not good. But definitely would I like to get involved. Not to not right now because they're up 1% 1, 1 on Friday. But anything... If it retests like the 3350s, then I like to get in. And there's just no liquidity, no volume. Kind of sucky. Next is RSX, which is Russia. And they're kind of consolidating, but definitely about to break <coughs> in, in the near future. EFA is next and that's the eurozone and they're breaking well above so they're looking pretty good and strong might be able to get new highs and not too far from there which is the 67s next is eem eem so i opened up a hedge saying that i'd like to see this consolidate down So, opened up a hedge on EEM, even though my bias is bullish. Next is EWW, which is Mexico. They were down a quarter percent, but they've been strong. Um, you know, I had been seeing, traded it before. It was just I didn't trade it afterwards, back in like August when I was trading it heavily and it was just sliding down I waited for it to bounce I got involved just once and that was it but it's been pretty good for Mexico a good recovery and back then when I was trading it was the time to get long and hold next is EWZ EWZ So, yeah, you probably didn't get filled, but EWZ, I'm looking to get a longer position, like, into, like, the 44s or 45s, like, buying some call verticals way out and um, taking that low-risk, big-reward trade and just holding it and trading against it. Via the deltas and the thetas, make sure I'm getting plenty of theta and keep the deltas when I need them to be. And right now it's uh, October 20th, about 10.50, and I just have my other chart up because I was looking at my trade and I'm seeing my portfolio moving. So that must mean one thing, that the cryptos are moving. So it looks like Bitcoin Cash is making a run. 
they were up 3% in this last couple of uh, minutes. So Bitcoin Cash, oh, and actually since this is the last one, EWZ, so, and I have another minute, so let's talk about crypto real quick. Um, my biggest investment is Ethereum and Bitcoin Cash. Uh, Litecoin, not that much. I kind of like move the Litecoin to Bitcoin Cash because Litecoin has a narrower range. I kind of like trading Bitcoin Cash a, a little bit better because it'll it has the spikes and out uh, spikes and out. Ethereum is one that I like to. I keep putting the winnings into Ethereum. The small whatever winnings I get, I keep on accumulating Ethereum and Litecoin. I kind of like re reduce my position. Granted, I'm down pretty good on all the cryptos. I'm down 15% on all of them. But this is just accumulation. But, uh, well, I'm not down on Bitcoin. But Bitcoin, since, since the volatility is not that much, when it does drop around 8,000, I get a little, get a little. And now it's back up above 8,000, so it probably did. Uh, it probably did consolidate. Anyways, here it goes. Go Cryptos. Thanks for joining me. Um, good luck this week. Pick your spots. Wait for a deep correction and then buy in on it. Keep your risk rewards great. This is Trade Doc. Thoughts and trading. Peace.